Hi, welcome back to episode five of Saturdays on the Prairie. We will recap week two, talk a little bit about Chuba's Heisman candidacy, uh, which might may or not be real. Uh, why Spencer Sanders looks so bad? Should Tylen win the Blitnikoff? Uh, is Jalen Hurts getting better? And if he, if there's a discussion to be had of if he's better than Sam Ellinger. Um, Will Chip Kelly ever fix UCLA? What's going to go down this week in Austin when the Pokes travel down there? Uh, And how excited we are for, or how excited I am, for Georgia versus Notre Dame. And then we'll talk a little bit of previews and predictions like always. Let's get into it. All righty. Let's do it. Perfect. All right. Let's get into week three. So uh, let's start with that OSU-TU game. Uh, Chuba went off. Um, He's really good. 32 carries, 256 yards. And, I mean, that first play of the game, were you watching at that point, or did you miss the first play? I missed the first quarter. It was just a 75-yard touchdown. It was just fantastic. He's the best running back in the Big 12. He is so good. And it's, it's ridiculous. Like, and you'd think he's a speed guy, right? So you'd be like, he's not going to be a workhorse. That dude can just carry the ball for all four quarters, every single down, if you needed him to. Thirty-two carries—that's that's, that's that's a workload. That's insane, especially like Spence was off. Like he was not playing good most of the game, and they were just like, "Well, Chuba, I guess you're the offense." And he was like, "I got you, coach." Like, and it's crazy to me because he's getting like I'm seeing things on Pro Football Focus and ESPN that it's like, "Hey, Chuba Hubbard." He could win the Heisman. And it's like, he's not going to win the Heisman. But if you're the running back that people are talking about, hey, 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 which Heisman shouldn't just be the quarterback award or whatever, that means you're doing pretty darn good, especially when you're the likes of Travis Etienne and Jonathan Taylor, those guys, and DeAndre Swift. Like, I don't think he's in that group. No, but he's putting up crazy numbers that people are actually talking about him. And we'll they're see. all better than him. For sure, because I mean, we're gonna when they play the big defenses, we'll see. And I don't think that line's gonna help him at all, anyways. So I, right now he looks good. And the I, line I isn't bad. The offensive line is not bad. It's very. It's not. They all have experience before this year, but they're not. It's not like oh, he's offensive line or Alabama's offensive line, but it's like they're very serviceable. Oh, they're they're gonna be they'll be good enough, but they're not yeah. gonna be a line that's gonna help him get really. I mean, really they're not far. gonna. They're not gonna. He's not going to rush for 200 yards on an SEC defense, but he'll probably no. do it three or four times against Big 12 defenses. But we'll see how good he is. Uh, I mean, what what year is he? He's a sophomore. He's a sophomore. <laughs> He's got plenty of time then. Exactly. He'll develop. He'll he is a, a sophomore. But honestly, redshirt sophomore, if he keeps going, he might go pro, save his legs. I would. That's what I would do as a running back. Like, he might not want to give his legs to college because he's going to get a lot of carries this year. And, and if he comes back another year, that's another year of wear and tear that he could be making millions of dollars. So people are going to want him. Like, he's he's fast, but he's not little. He's not a small guy. Um, he was great. Spence was just, like, he, I guess he decided Chuba's so good, I don't need to try this game. Well, let well, Chuba take the highlights this week. He'll hold off for next week against Texas. You're going to need him. He barely completed more than 50% of his passes. And, like, Tulsa's the best defense we've played so far. They're not a bad defense, which is why I was very pleased with what Chuba did, as opposed to, like, the the numbers he put up against Oregon State. It was like, well, great, but it was Oregon State. Like, 
Big 12 defenses aren't that bad. I think last week we talked about that this game should have been an easy blowout. And watching the game, when it was going in half at 21-20... No, I, they were losing at halftime. Oh, yeah, like, you were losing 21-20 at halftime. Like, it's like, what's going on? I was I was worried, like, okay, there well, was, we look really dumb because we thought this game was going to be a, a... They were going to bulldoze them. I mean, there was never a doubt in my mind that we were going to win by 14, 17 points. Like, there wasn't a doubt. I was like, we're going to come back. Like, it's fine. I was just like, Spence, you know, if you could, like, the... The, the run the good play like the play that gains yards run that one and Sean Gleason was like no we're gonna run the pass interference play that one works really good except when it doesn't and then you don't move the ball but it was fine I mean it it, it was I think in a way it was kind of beneficial because Spence had to come out in the second half like we have to score like, the game is not over. Uh, not when you're losing. Yeah, exactly. So, and they came out, and they played much better in the second half. Um, he was okay. He threw that 90-yard bomb to Tylen, but, like, apart from that, and that ball was underthrown. Tylen had to go up and get it, but... He looked, and then he's, he just broke away, and he was so fast. He's so good. He's a freak, and what... What's crazy about him, he's only six foot, but he plays so much bigger. I didn't think he was only six feet tall. He's six foot tall. It it seems like when you're going up against Tylen Wallace, you're going up like a big physical guy that's just going to go up and get over you. But he's six foot tall. How tall is AB? Isn't he really yeah, short? Well, AB's 5'10", but 5'10". like he's he's different. Like they don't make him like AB typically. No, no. You're, you're thinking right. like you're... Even, I guess Odell is rather smaller, but... Like, when you think of those big... Like, CD, what is he, 6'3"? Six, 6'2", six, six, I think. Like, uh, those two inches are big. Like, because... Especially on these corners. When they're the corners, right, yeah. Because corners aren't you typically tall. And no, because if you're tall and, you got, and you're that much of an athlete, they're going to put you a wide out. They don't exactly. want your corner. Unless you go to OSU and then you're like 6'3", and they're like, AJ Green, cornerback. Hey, AJ maybe Green... Stonehands, maybe. He's been... Hey, AJ Green gets a lot of picks. He's so good. I okay. This is a problem that I've had for, like, two years. We don't—Dylan Sooners are a punt returner, and he's a fine punt returner. It's not like he's bad. But A.J. Green, when he gets a pick, he is so good. at like, He is a great—once he gets his hands on the ball and he's returning the ball on defense, he is really good. I think they should try A.J. Green out re- returning punts. Maybe, maybe I it's, have no clue about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't no. speak on that topic. <laughs> well, maybe he's, maybe he has the stone hands like you're talking about, and they're like, well, he's just gonna fumble or something. Like maybe that's what it is. But he is dynamic once he's once he has the ball. He he's shifty and he's just. I I think it'd be worth a shot. Um, it's it's a. I could definitely get behind that if one day I saw, hey, AJ Green is returning this. So I think you still got to worry about your defense though after this watching this week. I mean, you, you okay, for so three they, quarters they were really good. So they didn't put up any any points in the second half. When you don't, you, I didn't expect them to put up twenty one at all in the entire game. That's a lot of points for I mean, a, no, a, yeah. a terrible, terrible offense. I think you got to be worried a little bit about what you're looking. Looking at this week. Well, of course, Sam Ellinger is, no offense, Stewart, the best quarterback in the Big 12. Uh, you can't. You he cannot. Is, he, you is, know, he is. He no is. He is. Jalen Hurts is a stat patter. Sam Ellinger is a quarterback. 
Tell I, me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I think Spencer Rattler would be better than uh, Sam Elger. Talent, purely talent. Spencer Rattler is probably the best quarterback in the Big 12. But he's young. We saw him throw four passes against... Four beautiful passes. <laughs> against FCS opponent. So, Jalen Hurts, it, like, if he keeps going... He's going to win the Heisman, and it's going to be three years in a row, and it's ridiculous. Back to back to back. <laughs> but Ellinger is a better quarterback than him. I'm sorry. He just is. He, no. He is. He is. It, as a court, Jalen Hurts is going to look a lot better in the stat sheet than Sam Ellinger will, but in terms of effect on the game, I, I would take Sam Ellinger. And I, I know you disagree, but. Uh, your no. bias is I mean there's an argument to be made for both sides this isn't just your bias showing but there's you're not even going to consider Sam Ellinger because of your bias I know he's a good quarterback and he's a great leader but I just can't take away that my guy Jalen Hurts is going to be able to run the ball better I think he's Ellinger runs he's the ball so effectively so effective, but not not as great as Jalen Hurts. They're both good quarterbacks, so you're not going to have problems with either no. one. But do I do you, do you think? Oh, what makes him a better quarterback? He averages more yards per carry. I think their arms are pretty similar, but the the way Sam Ellinger plays is different than the way Jalen Hurts plays. I would agree that talent wise, neither one of them is that good. They're an average college quarterbacks. I think they're a little above average. If they're at not, UNC, they're if they're at UNC, nobody's talking about them. Mm. They're at big time schools playing in big time games, and they're both they want to win. They're both competitors. If they're at UNC, nobody's talking about them. I think that we wouldn't hear about them because we don't care about the ACC. But I think they would do correction. Fine. The world doesn't care about the ACC. Nobody cares about the ACC. The ACC cares about the ACC. The, I don't even think the ACC... The ACC is so fed up with themselves. They're like, Clemson is so good. Why do we even play football? Like, it's... Clemson plays... Play 12, boys, Clemson. Clemson plays 13 exhibition games until the college football playoff, and then their season starts. Yeah, they love preseason. Like, at least Alabama has, like, games. Like... Meaningful games. You yeah, got, you're, you're right. Like, like guys people, schedule. people get mad at Alabama for playing cupcakes, but it's like, they play LSU in conference. They'll play Georgia in the conference championship game. They get A&M every year. They play Auburn. They play Auburn. Like, they're playing good football teams. Clemson plays 13 exhibition games and the college football playoff Their best year. game is NC State. It, they play Syracuse this week. I don't think Syracuse is good. Syracuse... Looked terrible against Maryland, but like, if if it's like, hey, Clemson's toughest challenge this year. You think in NC State or you think in Syracuse? You're like, it's Clemson. Clemson could show. Clemson could start Chase Bryce and not let Travis Etienne get a carry, and they'd probably win eight times out of ten against those two teams, if not more. <laughs> I would Very put possible. the winning percentage at um, ninety, if not more. Right. So. What, what were we talking about? Oh, because nobody cares. I think Jalen and Ellinger aren't that great. Like, they are good college quarterbacks, and they would be fine anywhere they go. But they are they are made a bigger deal because of the schools they play, especially Jalen because of the system he plays in. Everyone, when Jalen Hurts was at Alabama, was this kid, and he kind of stinks. He's a game manager. 
You said it. Don't 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 you dare pretend like you those words didn't come out of your mouth. And then he gets into Lincoln Riley system. And you're like, wow, he's kind of good. It's because it's in Lincoln Riley system. He developed. I mean, he was a freshman and a sophomore. He's an underclassman. <laughs> he looked really good against Georgia last year. You That's to, because you Georgia didn't have a that. game plan for Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts hadn't been seen in like a year, and then they were like, oh crap, he's here. I don't think you don't have a game plan for Jalen Hurts. There's no way. Tua was going to win the Heisman until that game. Tua was going to win the Heisman until that game, and he played that crap, and then they were like, well, Kyler Murray it is. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, I, I I don't think Jalen, I think he developed things a lot better. I think being in a quarterback-focused yeah. offense, that, that helps him develop. It was a guy like Lincoln Riley as your yeah. coach. I think that makes you a little bit better of a quarterback. For sure. Right? So I don't think he's the same guy he was at Alabama. I think he's a lot better. He's put in a system that puts him in a better place to succeed. But Ellinger is still a better quarterback. Mm. It's just true. Sam Ellinger is the best quarterback in the Big 12. It's a fact. Right. I I mean, I guess it's a fact is a, is a, a bold statement. I think, I think it's a win. debate. But I... I, there's no doubt in my mind that Sam Ellinger is the guy. I think a lot of guys, not just OU fans, would debate you on that. That is a very, very hot take. He's so good. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is really, really, really good. Jalen Hurts hasn't played anybody yet. Sam we'll Ellinger. See. We'll Sam see. El- they played, he played LSU and he looked good. And he looked really good. And he had to do it all by himself. They had a non-existent running but game. You can't tell me that Jalen Hurts hasn't played anyone in his career. He's played guys that are yeah, really but he good. hasn't been like I'm gonna throw for 400 yards. Has Sam Ellinger thrown for 400 yards? He threw for like three I don't know something like 350 against LSU. He might have been 400. Listen, Sam Ellinger that game he played so good. Sam Ellinger versus LSU. What did he do? He pulled up. Box score. 401 yards. 401 yards. Four touchdowns. No picks. Big game. Bright lights. 400 yards. Four touchdowns. No picks. What was his completion percentage? Uh, 67. That's not bad. Especially against LSU. That's my quick math. It's probably a little bit lower than that. It's 31 divided by 47, which is probably like 63, actually. That's still not... No, yeah, over uh, 60% is good. I don't know. I think I... 66. I was really close. I think you're... you're, If you had to argue that against someone who really is in-depth knowledge into who Sam Ellinger is as a quarterback, I think you would... It'd be tough. I don't believe that it's that big of a difference where you can definitely say that Sam Ellinger is the guy. I I I believe there's that big of a difference. I do. Okay. I think if Sam Ellinger is in Norman right now in Lincoln Riley's system, literally, like... Oh, you would not lose like a football game. I think he'd game. be better in our system. I think we develop him as more as a passer, and he'd be a better yeah, passer. Yeah, he'd be. You're. If he Sam Ellinger, a lot of throws. If Sam, if Sam Ellinger is in Norman, you guys would be better. Do you not agree? I do agree. I think. Yeah. I think the coaching yeah. at and, and mm-hmm. Norman is a lot better at quarterback. I think he mm-hmm. would be. He would be missing those passes short. He wouldn't be sailing them over guys. I think he'd be much more accurate. He's a strong guy, strong quarterback, great leader. I think he'd be good in Norman. Sam Ellinger's a quarterback in Norman. OU's in, like, they're a contender. Like, they are a contender. Because he's in Austin. Right, yeah. He's not. I'm, I'm talking in a vacuum. 
You know, like those math problems you do in class. You're like, in a vacuum, right? You're doing a physics problem. In a vacuum. In a vacuum, purely looking at the quarterback that they are, and you can take into account that Jalen Hurts has probably gotten better since he's gotten into the OU system. Dude, give me yelling. I'm sorry. We need to move on. We've been talking about this for a very long time, and we're not going to come to a consensus. Um, let's talk a little bit about Tylen Wallace. Um, I know you're an OU fan, and you're going to be like, oh, C.D. Lamb. I think it's just time to hand Tylen Wallace the play. I don't think C.D. Lamb can win the Blitikoff because we don't have an elite passer, and we're, we're moving the ball around. Yeah, you're going to run the ball way too much for C.D. Lamb to win the Blitikoff. He can't because he's not going to have enough catches and targets per yeah. game. That, I just that's the way it is. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, he, I think that's th- very true. I think they're both outstanding wide receivers, and that you would I could take either one, and they're both your they can both be your number one guy. But Tylen's got the guy. He's there's who else are they throw into? I mean, they have Stoner and uh, the what's the other uh, McCray. Yeah, Tylen's a lot better than both those guys. Yeah, no, it's not close. Um, but. Tylen has caught six touchdowns in three games. That's nuts. That's a lot of touchdowns. He's averaging 26 yards of reception. He's, right now, he is averaging five catches a game, 166 yards a game, and two touchdowns a game. 26 yards per catch. He, if they give it to Jerry Judy again, I don't think I'm, I'm going to, whoever gives the Bolitnikoff Award, they better watch out. Like, I will I will attack you on Twitter. Attack you on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, at Cortai Vincent, if you want to see me just retweet things about OSU being terrible and breaking my heart and the Red Sox staking and funny memes from Barstool. Um, <laughs> uh, so that basically sums up the OSU game. Uh, why did we take the second quarter off? Chuba's a beast. Tyler's really good, and Spence needs to step it up. The the running back for Tulsa, Shamari Brooks, I think he's okay. Name. He looked pretty good. He they played terrible against Michigan State, but obviously OSU's not going to have a Michigan State defense. That's just not ever no. going to happen. Michigan State's defense. If Michigan They're State had a Big Twelve offense, their defense would like. Oh my gosh, they'd be such a good team. But let's talk OU. So. First, I would like to say how sad it makes me to watch a game at the Rose Bowl when it's empty. It was so, it's so weird. It's so weird. I hate it. The Rose Bowl is an iconic stadium. It is like the pantheon of college football. One, and it was empty. It should have been played a little bit later because it was too bright for the entire game. I don't like that. Two, when you look at, when you look at the side, when you look at the end of the fields, the end zones are empty. Yeah, that's disgusting. Three. It was all red. It was, <laughs> there was a lot of red. It was a sea of red. It was literally OU fans were like, we can go to the Rose Bowl and be in the Rose Bowl, but not pay $300 because we're playing the college football playoff. Yeah. It was the budget OU fans that were there. They were like, this is this is our chance. It was their chance. <laughs> it was. I mean, it is the Rose Bowl. It's exciting. But Obviously, the game, yeah. not so exciting. The game was... The game was... Like, obviously, it was just... OU was just so much better than UCLA. Jalen looked a lot better to me. He he extended plays. Like, he wasn't just run. 
some of the times he ended up running the ball, but he was looking to throw the ball downfield more. There was one where he found Rambo on a broken play that he extended, and then he threw. He was on the right side of the field, and Rambo broke left, and they hit him in stride and for a touchdown. That that is what Baker Mayfield. That's what Kyler Murray would have done, and that's what you want to see from Jalen Hurts if you want that uh, that OU team to have that national success that the fans desire. And he just he played a lot better, I think. I mean, you would agree, and you're going to be like, well, he did it against South Dakota. Mm. And you, it's you South cannot, Dakota. But he's still making the passes. I think South Dakota. Whether or not you make the passes, that's irrelevant. He made the passes against the against the team. But the the windows are so much bigger against South Dakota. But the, he put them in the right place. He didn't put them behind him. If he had put them behind him... Everybody he, and their mom could have thrown the ball against South Dakota to OE's receivers. But not the way he threw the ball. Okay, whatever. The ball still doesn't come out of his hand real good. I... I have I have a beef with quarterbacks that can't spin it. Like, that's the best part. Like, there are certain things in football that you're like, that's beautiful. Like a good hit, or like a stiff arm where you like a Leonard Fournette stiff arm where they just go to the ground, or like a a beautiful spiral that's just humming down the field. Like, like you can hear it. You know, like how the ball spin. Jalen Hurts doesn't throw a football like that. No, he doesn't. It's, I don't think he does. But Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray threw Kyler a football Murray like that. That was beautiful out of his hand. They both had some rotations on there. But yes. here's a stat for you. Jalen Hurts has more touchdowns than incompletions. Really? He's got 13 passing touchdowns. touchdowns or total touchdowns? Total touchdowns. Total he's, got touchdowns. Nine, he's got nine total passing touchdowns. Okay. 11 incompletions. That's that's a stat for you. That's pretty good. Um, That's impressive. He does it, but... Yeah, no, that's and good. Zero but he's, picks. he's not throwing the ball a lot. Yeah, zero picks is... That's important. Taking care. But that's never been a problem for Jalen. He's always taken care of the football since he was at Alabama. Even as a freshman, he was very, very good at taking care of the football. And that's important. Like, you can't have a turnover-prone quarterback and expect to do big things. No. Um, CD, only one catch. Rambo went off, though. Rambo Rambo's a really good guy. When they cover up CD, Rambo is Rambo is the great value D.D. Westbrook. You go to the store and you're like, this is on clearance. And then like, you can get D.D. Westbrook, like the regular stuff. He's $100, but the Rambo, he's 35 And he's like, it's like D.D. Westbrook is a Yeti, okay? Rambo is it's, an RTIC. <laughs> yeah, well, Arctic, is that what it is? It's Arctic. Arctic. Okay, that is what Rambo is. Okay, Rambo oh, is the Arctic. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, don't, I was like, what is this thing? It's just it wishes it was Yeti. D.D. Westbrook is Yeti. Rambo is Arctic. That's my comparison. <laughs> and I don't know what Jaden Hazelwood is. I don't I don't care. They're just... The, I, I think he's really he's good. He's going to be really good. He's going to be really he's good. He's going to be really good. I'm waiting to see if someone steps out midseason like uh, Hollywood did a couple years ago. That was mm, stupid bet. Literally, no one knew who he was, and then Bedlam happened. And then he went off. It was literally so awful. Just being, he's so fast. Like even like, like when, when you're there in person, he's even faster than he is on TV. You're oh, just yeah. like, you're like, his, how, how could a human being run that fast? And it was mind blowing how fast he was. And we're sitting home going, who, who's five? Who's five? <laughs> who's five? Who's five? <laughs> exactly. And in the stands, I'm talking to my, the guy that got me tickets, Tim. And I'm like, 
I don't know this kid's name. I know all their names. Who is this guy? Why is he torturing us? When well, you guys, when, when we don't know who he is, then you got a then problem. Like, yeah, it's like, listen, this becomes our lives for four months in the fall. Like, this is all we care about. Everything like, else doesn't matter. I most of the receivers. I, I even know A.D. Miller's 15. I mean, he's been there for three years. You should know that. Yeah, he's a senior this year. Four but years, I mean, but I don't think he plays much. He's, uh... No, he didn't play very much. And he entered yeah. he entered the transfer portal, about left us. But the transfer know. portal. He came back. So the transfer it's portal. It's the great unknown. It is the great unknown. When they enter, you don't expect them to return. But he did. <laughs> Many enter, but very few return. <laughs> the transfer portal. Um, yeah. So uh one question I think I would be worried about is and I know it's great to have a bunch of good running backs. But it's fourth and two, and your season's on the line. No, it's fourth and two in the in the. You're playing Texas at the Cotton Bowl, the State Fair. It's fourth and two. You're up by one. You have the ball in the Texas forty-five. There's a minute and ten seconds left. You got to hand the ball to somebody. Who is in the backfield running read option with Jalen Hurts? Who do you want there? I don't think anybody knows. Who do you have the confidence in to get that? Like you're like that's my guy. That's my guy. Who's P Ryan? Like, when P. Ryan, when it was literally P. Ryan was the offense. Like, they don't have that guy this year. We don't have a P. Ryan. But they have a bunch if, of if really we have good. two yards to go, I'm not handing it off. QB power? Hurts is going to get that <laughs> QB for power. Me. That's fair. He's QB, our feature back. QB, QB power might be the move there. Like, Jalen Hurts is averaging close to 10 yards a carry. That, he's the feature back. I don't think he... I will be shocked if he doesn't lead the team in rushing yards. Absolutely shocked. He's going to go for like 1,200 probably. It's going to be insane. I mean, he's got at least 100 yards a game, I think, so far. If not, He's got three. I think he's close to 390 in terms of yards. I think he has 39 carries for 383 yards. That's what I just saw. And if we're, like if, we're on the four, if we're on the two, or we have, we have two yards to go, you know, I think we run it outside with one of our wide receivers and we kind of do like a little sweep. His QBR is 96.8. That's first in the nation. That's pretty impressive. Um, he takes care of the ball. He's got 11 incompletions and nine pass touchdowns. He's, yeah, no, he's he is a too. stat sheet just stuffer. Like, he lives in the stat sheet. He's um, smart. He's smart with the ball. Completely. 80% of his passes. Oh, my God. But, I mean, again, these are some short passes. These are not. Baker and Kyler he's throws. He's been starting to make these long They're passes. They're making more throws. I'm not saying he's not. He's going to grow up in front of our eyes. We're going to see him mature as a quarterback. But still, he's he's still Jalen. He will always be Jalen Hurts. He will, he never, will never be a Kyler Murray, Murray or Baker Mayfield. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. But he's good in his own way. He's he good is very way. good. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to UCLA uh is Chip Kelly ever going to fix them? Chip. Chip's got some work in front of him. They stink. They're so bad. They are one of two FBS teams that don't have a win. DTR. D- He's not bad. Like, I think they just stink around him. Like, he's not bad. He's a true sophomore. He played one year of varsity high school football. Like, he's not bad. I don't think of him because you got nothing to look at. I mean, his team is awful. He might be awful. I don't know. He didn't look that bad. He made some relatively okay throws. His quarterback rating was 28. (laughs) So, well, I don't know. 
I mean, also, I mean, Tanner Mordecai was 15, but I mean, he had three passes. So. Yeah, so why would you bring that's literally like the worst stat? It's just, I mean, Mordecai's like, passer rating. It's, yeah. I mean, it's just sitting in front of me. I saw it. This is this is why Miller rags on us and says we only talk about stats because you'll talk about Tanner Mordecai's QBR when he throws three passes. Literally the most irrelevant thing ever. Yeah. I could have it's a good right. QBR if I threw a screen to Rambo and he like that was to the near side of Rambo and he runs it for a touchdown. I have a great QBR. It's a great pass. It's smart. Smart with the ball. The one pass doesn't make me a good quarterback. You're judging. You can't judge Mordecai by three passes. Well, he looked good in three passes. He just one got tipped. One was a screen he missed, and the other was a completion. Great. Thank you for that tip. Tanner Mordecai updates with Shuri Mashta. Anytime Tanner Mordecai goes in, we'll have him read you every single snap. That it, we'll break it down. We'll break it down. Tanner Mordecai fan club with president Shuri Mashta. Um, Even though I still want Spencer Rattler to play over him. Spencer Rattler's so good. He didn't touch the field, though. But I don't expect him to. Uh, they're trying to save the red shirt, yeah, bud. Yeah, got to the red shirt. Uh, so, that's basically what happened last week. Around the rest of the country... Who really cares? Iowa State lost to Iowa, but... I mean, that's a good game. One point, 18-17. You but, can't complain. I mean... Iowa State's, Iowa State's not going to be as good as we thought they were going to no. be. People were like, they could win the big... No. 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 Yeah. No. Missing, I don't think OSU's going to lose to Iowa State anymore. I think that... I think that they could lose to Iowa State, obviously, because it's a close game in terms of ability, but I think OSU's a better team than Iowa I State. I think losing Hakeem Butler and David Montgomery is it's, too big. Yeah, you saw David Montgomery play. He looked really, really good. Okay. Matt Nagy, hand the ball to David Montgomery. He's on my fantasy team. I started him at my flex week one. You gave him three carries. It's good. That's a problem. Let him play. Speaking of former Big 12 players in the NFL, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph to Washington is now it, it established. It moved the company moved from uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and it's gonna be awesome. Mason. He looked good. I didn't watch it. He completed like ten straight passes. It was it was good. I mean, he I, threw expected, two touchdowns. I expected him. I mean, to be Seattle's good. defense. Seattle's a good defense. That's true. But I mean, I expect. I mean, he was he had a year behind uh, Big Ben. Yeah. To develop, he's got great weapons to mess with. He's not. I, he's I good. hate Big Ben too. Like he's if you like Big this. Ben, like, like there's something wrong he's with you. So disappointing. Just, he's like just Big it's Ben like is the kind of guy you look at him. He's like just like he's really good at what he does, but he's t- he's so like he hasn't been good since. What, 2011 was the last time the Steelers were in the it's, Super Bowl? It's been, a while. it's been almost a decade since he lost. won the they AFC. Lost. They lost Aaron Rodgers. They did. That was the first Super Bowl I watched after moving back to America. I was like, man, football is pretty cool. <laughs> it's kind of cool, man. Um, but another thing, Mason Rudolph versus Baker Mayfield. Two times this oh, year. Two, two dude, times. Dude. It's literally the Browns have all the OU players and Pittsburgh has all the OSU players. I mean, they have two. The Browns have Cyber and Baker and Okay. If you want to say what's an OU team, go to the Ravens. That's an OU team. You have Orlando Brown, Brown, Hollywood, Brown and Brown. And you have Mark Andrews. Okay, that's three. Yeah, that's more than two. I don't think any other uh, any other NFL team has more than three OU players. No, the Steelers the just need to play. trade for Trey Flowers. They traded for Mika Vince Patrick, trade for Trey Flowers from the Seahawks. And then three there too. Yeah. Anyways. Um, let's talk about the upcoming week 
Uh, OU's on a bye, so uh, boring week for you. But the non-conference or the the uh, the rest of the top twenty-five, good slate of games, very good slate of games. Uh, but we'll start with uh, the one that we'll probably care most about, and that's OSU going down to Austin to play my guy, who I despise but respect very much, Sam Ellinger. Um, can OSU go into Austin again and find a win, or is Texas due to beat OSU after all these years? I mean, you're not beating Texas in Austin. We've you're won. Not, you're not I, LSU. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not here to say that we're going to win. I'm here to play devil's advocate. We've won four. T- we haven't lost in Austin in a decade. It means you're due for a loss in a decade. You're yeah, due for a loss. I. I. I kind of tending to agree with you. I'm leaning that way, but I would like to say like. A decade is a long time. If if you couldn't get it done in a decade, why is it stopping now? Because they're, they're a lot better now. Texas is much better than they have They're been. a lot better now, but it's not like oh, she's bad. Their defense is terrible. Texas defense isn't great. Yeah, okay. It's better than yours. It's better than Slightly. OSU. Our offense is better than theirs. Yeah, because I we can run the ball. There's one dimensional. They can only pass. I think but You could argue that we're one dimensional and we can only run. But I think Spencer Sanders is a better thrower of the football than they are. their running backs are runners of the football. If you cover up Tylen Wallace... We will throw it to someone else. And you can't cover Tylen Wallace. They doubled Tylen last year, and he went for, like, 220 in that game. He, I do remember that game. That was he, a good game. We watched it together. He ate Texas alive. It wasn't... It was literally the Tylen Wallace show. Corn was like, justice. And then he was like... Talent, run a go rap. I'm gonna hit you. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna throw a jump ball, but you'll catch it. <laughs> I'll throw it a couple yards behind you. But you'll come well, you'll, back you'll catch it. Right? You'll catch it. Thanks, Talent was like, "Yeah, buddy, I got you." Like, <laughs> so thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, Corn was like, he's so old. The receding hairline. He's like Forty too. years old. Max, Sam, if you're listening, the only person with worse hair than you at a young age is Corn Dog. I just wanna <laughs> say that to you guys because you both have receding hairlines. Beth, if you're listening, yes, I said that about your boyfriend. All about 30. Yeah, no offense, guys. We love you. <laughs> um, but I, I think that I'm, I tend to think that Texas is due for a win. And when Tim comes up to me in the hallway and he's like, hey, 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 we're going to beat Texas. Yeah, Texas sucks. And then I'm like, Tim, hey, they're pretty good. But then you're over here and they're like, you're like, Texas is pretty good. I think it's, it's fair to, Tim has a point. When he says that, like, we haven't lost in Austin in 10 years. We won seven on last night in general. Nothing is guaranteed. I'm not Literally s- nothing is guaranteed. What does that have to do with anything that I just said? I didn't guarantee anything. I, I might not you at Tim. <laughs> nothing is guaranteed. Just because they haven't beat you in a while doesn't mean they're not going to. We're not talking about Kansas. Kansas is never guaranteed to win. And they're never due for a win. They can lose. They can go. Hey. They can go over the entire season. And it's like, wow, surprise, surprise. But <laughs> this is not Kansas. This is Texas. And they'll beat you. And yes, Les Miles is very good. And he's bringing it back. But still, Texas you know, is good. Kansas won a road power five game for the first time since 2008. 11 I saw, years. I saw a stat. <laughs> Jalen Hurts was 10 years old the last time they won a Power 5 road game. That's... He was in the fourth grade. <laughs> like... Man, the, that's a The quarterbacks time. they are playing now were in elementary school the last time Kansas won a road playoff. A road Power 5 game. 
That's ridiculous. But, you know. Is um, Kansas back? You, you know what's so weird? <laughs> is Kansas back? These are the questions that people are asking. The world needs to know. Is Kansas back? No. It's so, like, weird. Like, as a... Growing up, you know, like my mom went to Kansas and she's like, oh, Kansas is the best. And like, they she were, doesn't, they were, and like, she doesn't, one. she doesn't care about what? No, they were, they went to the Orange Bowl in 09. Um, was it 09? Why did you say 01? I thought 01. When was Michael Crabtree playing? It was not 01. Michael Crabtree played for Texas Tech. Yeah, but when was he playing? Because they were good when Michael like Crabtree 08? was playing. Was it 08? Yeah, okay, then it was 09 when they were good. Yeah. Um, because I, I remember Kansas was good. Texas Tech was like number one in the country and, that year. And Mizzou. Mizzou was good. Mizzou was good. I think they, I think <laughs> we love Mizzou. There's some Sports Illustrated cover of Mizzou on it. And I, looking back at it now, I was like, how is Mizzou on the cover of Sports Illustrated at all? Hey, hey, say one more thing about my boys in Mizzou. Hey, Mizzou's 2-1 now. We beat SEMO this week. So here's my question for you. If 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 we can, Daniel Jones can beat at Eli Manning, when is Drew Locke going to play? Well, Flacco's not as bad as Eli Manning is. And, dude, I got that notification about Daniel Jones in first hour, and I screamed. I'll be honest. I screamed. I was like, oh, my gosh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is my guy. I'm but waiting see, for Drew Locke. Waiting for Drew Locke. He was really good on my fantasy team last year. And we'll see where he goes. College? Did you see? Well, you watched the Hall of Fame game. Well, that's was a Hall bad. of Fame game. Yeah, I know. I know. But we're still talking. Like, Flacco is not as bad as people say. The king of the pass interference. Like, Joe Flacco throws a great ball to draw pass interference, let me tell you. Better than anyone. Literally the best pass interference elite thrower. Pass interference Is Joe Flacco elite? He's won a Super Bowl. Because winning a Super Bowl does not make you elite. Everyone knows defenses win championships. Whatever. Joe Flacco is not as bad as people make him out to be. Um, so, we've, we started talking about OSU in Texas. So, do you think there is, like, is it a given that Sam Ellinger is going to throw four touchdowns this week? Like, or is the or is the it's defense like, going to be like, no, 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 no. We'll, like, we'll pick you off once and, you know, make maybe you won't throw four touchdowns. Maybe we'll throw two. He will score four touchdowns. If he throws all four, I, I don't know. He, okay. I, I that's, like, that's a good point. He will, he's going to run some in. Plus, Texas on the goal line, they don't have a running back to hand it to. they got to go to Ellinger. Keontae Ingram did not look good no. against LSU. And that was the only real team they played. They played like La Tech and but whoever they LSU's played this week. LSU's defense is a hell of right. a lot better than OSU's no, defense. No, of course. But like. So uh, they're going to run the ball better than they did against yeah, LSU. Yeah, but it's not going to be like it when they had Deontay Foreman and stuff. No, it's not those guys, but. No. I don't know. But um, my thing is. As long as Spence shows up, OSU will be in this game. Because if if OSU is not one-dimensional and Texas can't stack the box against Chuba, Chuba's going to get six, seven yards of carry. Like, it's going to happen. He's too good. And if Spence can get the ball to Thailand, he can get it to Stoner, he can get it to the rest of the guys, they're going to be in this game. They will. They're too good. Like, there's too much talent between Thailand and Chuba and Spence when he's, like, actually okay. The second quarter against Tulsa, that Spencer Sanders needs to, like, not even, like, ever appear again. He we'll, just can't. We'll see. I'm excited for the game. Yeah, Tim, I know. Tim's obviously it's very good. excited for this game. <laughs> Tim, we love you, bud. Um, it's it's going to... it. This game is the first game of the Big 12 season, and it is going to say a lot about how the conference is going to shape up 
throughout the course of the year. Because, right, if OSU looks like they can play, all of a sudden OU's got to worry about two teams instead of one. And it makes that week 13 game against OSU that much bigger. Finally, they moved Bedlam back to the last week. I was tired of that. We don't want the rematch thing. It was like when you said we don't want the rematch, that's when the rematch stopped happening. Like, yeah, the, it didn't even matter. Yeah, it was like when it didn't matter is when we would have got rematch. It's it just it's stupid. Bedlam should be played on the last week and the Red River game should be played like the first three weeks of conference. And that's just the way it should be. Always every single October. Week. Always in October. Yeah, it's the it's way it should be. be. Fair. It's, it's the way it should be. Um, So... We'll get more into Texas and OSU when we get into the previews and predictions section of this podcast. But um, Georgia, Notre Dame. Georgia. It, Georgia wins. Well, okay, good. okay, but let me get excited. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a great game. Like, for two quarters, maybe three. You'll get the classic jerseys. Okay, just hear me out, Okay. You'll get the classic jerseys, you'll get the gold helmets, and then you'll see Georgia, and it's going to be a good crowd, and you're going to get Fromm and Book, and you get two good quarterbacks. Fromm is obviously a lot better than Book, but Book is not bad. And it's it's going to be exciting. Like, like, no, it won't. Yes, it will. I will have this on my computer while I watch the OSU game on my team. Of course I'm going to watch it. Of course, it's a huge, it looks really good on paper, Georgia, Notre Dame. It's a top 10 game. matchup. It's a top 10 matchup. Notre Dame does not deserve to be in the top 10. Why are you? That is so wrong. That is so wrong. I think they're they're gonna get blown out by Georgia. Georgia's leagues ahead of where they're at. Wow, your bold take that Georgia is gonna blow out Notre Dame. This it's a given. There are listen. College Don't football. Me it's gonna be a good game if Georgia's gonna Stop. blow out Notre Dame. For the last three years, college football has been Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia, and then you skip about seventy-three levels, and there is the rest of college football. Oh, say OU. And then and then and then yeah, and then you skip another hundred fifty levels, and there's the rest of college football. You have Ohio State, OU in that next thing, and then literally no one else matters. Hey. UCF. <laughs> Those are my national, national champions. champions. <laughs> um, that's that's tier zero. That's number one. Overall. Tier zero. Yeah, tier zero. We talk. Yeah, we've been tearing things lately. Um, tier zero. UCF, of course. They're above that. They're above tier one. Yeah, I mean, they haven't lost what a regular season football game in like three years. Two. Years? Yeah. So don't, don't. A fat minute. They're better than Alabama. I think that's a given. It's a fact, dude. Their quarterback is not Wimbush this year. Did you see that? They they is not Wimbush anymore. It's some white guy. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't I know his know name. That. I guess I don't know. I should have brought so this up because we're so uneducated so about UCF. We have no idea what to say. All we can just joke about them. Is that good? Um, <laughs> That's all I know. That's all um, I need to know. But um, the question we need to ask, and I know your answer, so I'm going to let you give your spiel again, even though we've heard it already. And then I will say my part. Is Notre Dame going to get embarrassed on the national stage again? No doubt in my mind. Georgia is way too good. Are you kidding? Georgia's Notre Dame amazing. won't keep up. You remember Clemson last year? They absolutely ran through. To three. They ran through them. It wasn't even fun to watch. I was bored. I was like, this game sucks. Notre Dame Real can't talk. score a touchdown. It was boring. It was a very boring football game. That's why the toilet bowl needs to happen. And so I don't <laughs> expect. I don't expect them to be Clemson. I don't expect Georgia to be Clemson, but I don't expect them to be like that bad. Yeah. Like it's gonna be. Maybe they score a touchdown. Clemson looks maybe, very human this year. Maybe they're they still sc- really good. But okay, maybe they won't be last year's Clemson. Maybe Notre Dame scores maybe a touchdown. If not a touchdown, two field goals. 
Are you talking in this game? You think Notre Dame doesn't score more than 13 points? I don't think Notre Dame scores more than 13 points. That is... You are so wrong. <laughs> we will see. We Notre will Dame see. will score more than 13 points. Maybe 14. <laughs> okay. So, okay, we're, we're at max. Maxed out of 17. They will no, 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 no. I'm not points. giving you 17. I'm not giving you 17. We are taking... Okay. We're making a side bet to our previous and predictions. Notre Dame over under 14 and a half. You're taking the under. Is that what I'm hearing? I'll take the under on that. Okay, that's I'll an extra. That, that, is that. An, that is an extra pick added to. Okay, so for just a Notre Dame total, you're, you think they score 14 or less? Wow. Okay, I'm definitely going over. I think they score 20, 24 points. I don't like Notre Dame. Can we just embarrass them? I think Georgia so they, scores like thirty-five. I don't. They 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 did not deserve to go undefeated last year until the playoffs. They suck. They play a weak schedule. Yeah. They play a lot of so teams can, that used to be good. Can Hughes, Georgia, USC, Stanford. They didn't play they Georgia last year. USC. They played Michigan last year. That was a USC game was close. I was rooting for USC so hard. I wanted to see Notre Dame fall. Everybody wants to see Notre Dame fall. Notre Dame is the worst. Notre Dame, I don't want to play the conference, even though I'm in the ACC, but just are, play the bad are, teams. Yeah, well, they were in the ACC, but... The, it, yeah, yeah, when they got in the ACC championship with Clemson, guess who lost? Notre Dame lost. <laughs> this is true. Um, so, we'll, we'll stop the Notre Dame hate momentarily. We'll bring it back in about five minutes. Um, previews and predictions. Start with uh, OSU versus Texas. Texas minus five. What's your pick? Go. Three, two, one. Shoot. Texas covers. Texas covers. Okay. That's uh, my touchdown. Are you kidding? Texas oh, covers. Over under 73. Ah, that's so difficult. That's so difficult. That is a... That's like... Okay. 40-30? I'm going over simply based on the LSU-Texas game. And, and how many points were scored in that. There. Yeah, you gotta go over. I, yeah. I'll go with over. I'll go I'm gonna, with over. I'm gonna pick... That is, that is hoping that Spencer Sanders can throw the ball. He's got to be able to throw the ball if you're going to hit the over. Somewhat. If he can't, it'll be a blowout, and we'll, we'll get backdoor cover. We'll, we'll hit it in this fourth quarter we'll if he can't. Um, I'm going st- to ride with my boys. I'm going to take OSU plus five. I'm going to do it. Um, I have no reason why. Usually about week seven. I hate Texas, and I take Texas. Usually about week seven, I have a general, like, I have a very good concept. I would, like, say down the stretch last year, I was, I won, I was, like, nine and one in OU and OSU's last ten games. My, like, mental picks. Like, I would write them down every week to keep track. Um, but it's week four, and I don't have a good grasp of, like, what's going on. Um, but I'm, I'm going to ride with my boys. That way, I won't, like, feel bad if they pull it out and I'm like well dang I picked Texas because like I want OSU to win but my foot me seeming like I know something about football is very important to me I want to seem like I know something so I'm gonna align those two things and say OSU plus five and give me the over it's gonna hit if you want to seem like you know something then then take Notre Dame in this next game outright, and if they win, then you look like you know a lot about football. <laughs> Notre Dame versus Georgia. Georgia minus 14 over under 56 and a half. They cover the spread. Georgia covers the spread. An under or over? Hmm. Well, since Notre Dame is only scoring 14, 13 points. 14 points. 14. Well, I don't know. They're going to score two touchdowns, not a touchdown and two field goals. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they go for two. <laughs> Naked. Um, uh, go ahead. What do you got on there? Uh, I'm going to go Notre Dame plus 14 and uh, under 56 and a half. I think, I, think Georgia wins by, I think Georgia wins by 11. Like 35-24. That's, uh, that's over 56 and a half. That's 35-24. That's 59. 31-20. That's my call. 31-20. They win by 11 points. I'll go ahead and take the under. Okay. Uh, no more than 14 points for Notre Dame. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, That'll make that game exciting for me, finally. This is going to take him forever to score. If they, if they get more than 14 points, it's happening late in the fourth quarter. <laughs> okay. You really hate Notre Dame. Um, I have no reason to like them. No well, reason Well, nobody to. has any... Dude, It's I saw something that was like on Twitter. It was like uh, six years ago, Mentai Deheo's fake girlfriend was diagnosed with leukemia. <laughs> I started laughing. Because she lied about his girlfriend. Like... Come on, man, Titeo. That was, like, dude. I just remember Notre Dame beating OU in Norman on a cold night. They Notre Dame towels. played OU? That uh, year? Was, was what it, year was, was it? Was Blake Bell the quarterback? Dude. Blake Bell was the quarterback. Blake Bell and Trevor Knight were the quarterbacks when they won. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know who the quarterback was when we lost I just think Norman. it's so Notre Dame to, like, make up a fake girlfriend and her, like, having problems, like... For attention, and then everyone finds out. Like, it's just everything about Notre Dame is fake. Like the fact that they're like good enough to be in the college football play, fake. They are good enough to be in the top ten. Watch yourself, but not the mm. college football play. Can I get a BYU versus Notre Dame game? It's, it's literally like forty-five to nothing would be the score. I'd love to see that game. Maybe forty-five-seven. Notre Dame struggled against USC. Uh, BYU, BYU, USC beat USC. So by you the- are taking two games from two different years. Two different. Stop. Wisconsin versus Michigan. <laughs> Wisconsin minus three and a half. It's in Madison, and over under is forty three and a half. Well, uh, hmm. what you go ahead? And okay, give me your take again. Purely basing this off, I want myself to seem like I know something about football. Michigan plus three and a half, and outright, and under forty three and a half. Under forty three and a half is just because I think it's going to be twenty to seventeen or oh it's under uh, seventeen under. to fourteen. They're not. That's, but those teams. Michigan needs to win for my preseason college football playoff predictions to be right. So Wisconsin's not a bad team. They haven't given up. Did they give them a point this week? They didn't give up a point in the first two weeks. But they weren't playing anyone special. Dude, they didn't give up a point. So they they, still, they're two and out. They haven't given up a point. I'll take Wisconsin. Uh, I'll have them. You know they're they're gonna cover if they win. They'll cover. I don't. I don't see it being a really like that close of a game. A four point game. I think they could. They could get four points. They score four, four more points than Michigan. Okay. I think it's under. I don't think they score a lot of points. Right. But we'll see if Michigan can get on the board. Sweet. Uh, I think. By the way, we're two and one now. I won last week's picks. I went four and zero. You. Uh, I think you were two and two or three and one. I can't remember, but I was four and and you weren't four and Um, so it's it's two to one you at this point, going into week four. Both here. I got a chance to tie it up. But I, I took Notre Dame on scoring more than fourteen points. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's like a that'll be a that can be a tiebreaker because we'll have more. Um, so, 
Uh, I think that's it for but this I think, week. I think I think I will beat you in Texas beating OSU. I think that's a tough one to win. Dude, I just I I want my heart and my head to be in the same place, and if they're in different places, I'll be so conflicted and won't know what to do. So, okay, all right, that's all for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week, and we'll see if which one of us was right, and if it's tied up or Stewart's ahead three one, and I'm probably just out of it for the rest of the year. <laughs> all right, see you next week.